Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. It's time for another live stream. Today is Friday, Friday, Friday. You made it to the end of the week, guys. It is November 17, 2023. It's a pretty big Friday for me uh, because the kids are off of school all next week. So um, after they get out of school today, my daughter does have uh, an activity that she doesn't want to miss, um, an extracurricular. And then um we're heading out to grandma's house so that'll be fun although we are going to come back relatively soon at least my wife and i because we got to do school conferences some of you guys mentioned can't we do it by zoom and i was like i don't know why we can't but anyway um we're just going to come back uh which will work out for me because i do have a couple of packages that i think are coming next week hopefully they will arrive by monday when i'm back in town for like kind of one night only um and I'll need those before, yeah, it'll be useful to have those. Um, so it's all gonna work out, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff um, coming up and uh, I've got a lot of stuff kind of in the works. Not really ready to talk about a lot of it yet, but there's some things that I could tell you about and we've got another package. But first, before we get to that, let's say hi to everyone listening on the audio only version on the podcast. Hopefully you guys are having a good run today. I had a very good run today, uh, if I do say so myself. Um, I had a good workout. It was hard, certainly very hard, um, but I'm proud of myself for it. And I uh, hope you're feeling good on your workouts today too. And for everyone listening to this later, but not live, welcome to the number one podcast that you could be listening to that is running themed and good to have on in the background if you're getting a tattoo. So just saying, Herm did that uh, the other day. It wasn't a Kofuzi Run Club tattoo, but you know, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. But uh, he did have this on at the tattoo parlor. So I'm like, it's probably the first time we've been on at a tattoo parlor. But thanks, Herm, for doing that. All right. Uh, okay, let's see who we got here in the chat. Um, Eric Vaj says, yo, what's going on? I got over 400 miles in my second pair of Nova Blast 3s. Wondering if I should get the New Balance, the Nova Blast 4, or just do all my runs, easy runs in the Nimbus 25. Oh boy, guys, I had a lot of caffeine. Um, I did not do a good job of reading that. Let me try one more time. Eric says, yo, what's going on? I got over 400 miles in my second pair of Nova Blast 3s. Wondering if I should get Nova Blast 4, or just do all my easy runs in the Nimbus 25. I would say, you know what? It seems like if you put 400 miles in your second Nova Blast 3, I would say go with the Nova Blast 4. I think that you're really going to like it. Um, it'll be a nice update for you. Um, and it's not in the middle between the Nimbus uh, 25 and the Nova Blast 3, but it's kind of more Nimbus 25-ish just because of the same FF Blast Eco Foam that's in there, you know? So I think, I, think um, I would say go with the Nova Blast 4. It's coming up soon. It's like a week and a half now, right? So, not too much longer to, to wait. Uh, Stephen Lung says, you know what's funny? Um, you know, I always joke around that there's two Stephen Lungs. And for a long time, I thought maybe there's one that like comes all the time and then one that only is once in a while. But I think both Stephen Lungs are very active participants in the live stream. And both Stephen Lungs bought singlets this time around. I noticed the names. And I, I thought, wait, wait, there's two Stephen Lung orders. Did he order twice? Or both of them ordered singlets? Both of you guys ordered singlets, so I'm proud of you guys. Um, Stephen says, happy Friday. What can I do to prevent cramps over Queensboro in New York City? The second time in a row, my second marathon. Um, yeah, so there's a couple of things that you can do. One, it could be that you're overexerting yourself going up the bridge. So pull it back a little bit. You know what happens to you there. The next time you go after it, slow down a little bit, getting into it, ease into it a little bit more. The other thing that I think you can do, depending on where you get cramps, by cramps, I'm assuming you mean like, you know, the gut cramp that kind of like hurts and you can't breathe, right? I don't, it doesn't sound like you're saying like muscle cramping, because if it's muscle cramping, it's usually a hydration issue. Um, but if it's that other kind of cramps, like side stitches, um, one of the things that I do is I change up my breathing. Um, whenever I get a stitch. And usually a lot of times it's extra emphasis on exhale. That seems to work for me. I don't know what the science is behind it. Like a physiotherapist might say something different. Um, but that's something that works for me is changing up the breathing. Um, because I think of it as, as a lot of that time those cramps as like a, a cousin of like hiccups, like something's off 
balance, something is off a rhythm, and you just need to kind of like jolt it back. That's my take on it. All right. Um, let's see who else we got in here. Sam Schuler says, Hi, Co. I'm currently running in the Hoga Clifton 9 and loving them. Do you think I would like the Nova Blast 4? Yes, I think you would like the Nova Blast 4. I also think that you will like the 1080 version 13. Those three shoes, I think, are kind of like in the same sentence. And then very close after that is the Supernova Rise. So those are four. I mean, that's pretty much a, a, a big preview of my top five daily trainers for 2023. James says, as far as cramps go, the exhale thing works for me too, if I slow down a bit as well. All right, there you go. And Rob said, oh, see, I think, I think we all figured this out. Rob says, I find exhaling as far as you possibly can gets rid of the cramps. Yeah. Sometimes uh, one other thing that you can do is start chatting somebody else up because of the talking, you're exhaling differently. I think that's, I think that's something else that can work. Mm. Joe Trotto says, I bought a pair of Saucony Ride 15 from DSW. My old pair were bought at a running store and lasted 100 more miles. Uh, is it bad luck or lower quality shoes from DSW? I don't think so. Um, it's not like different shoes get sent or like reject shoes get sent to DSW. A lot of times DSW with running shoes, a lot of it's like overstock. Stuff that like they can't sell uh, or maybe they made too much of or maybe someone like maybe a couple like... Um, retailers cut back on their order and now they had too many. I feel like that's a lot of times how they get there. Um, or they might just make a certain number and whatever they can't sell to their normal channels, they'll sell, sell to DSW, kind of like the leftovers. So it's not like it's an inferior shoe, right? The only question would be like, are they storing them properly? And I feel like there's no reason why I would think that DSW doesn't store them properly. It's not like they're leaving in like a hot car for like months at a time you know what i mean they're in the warehouse in the store so but the longer it goes the more likely that kind of thing could have happened you know and so like i would hesitate to buy a shoe that's more than like two years old i feel like just the fact that it's a couple of years old some you know degradation can start happening mm. christopher Giannino says, how does the New Balance 1080 11 compare to the 1080 13? I enjoyed the 11s, but heard bad things about the 12s. Uh, I'm trying to think back. I don't have a pair of the 11s with me. I have a pair of the 12s up here somewhere. These are the 12s. The 1080 version 11s, if I remember correctly, still had the weird heel cup thing going on. Um, I really liked the weird heel cup and it just felt like a, a chunkier shoe. So from like 1080 version 10, which I feel like is like the first good 1080 to 1080 version 13, there's been quite a bit of like trimming down and making it less max cushion and more like premium daily trainer, right? Because now since then the more version or I guess Fresh Foam more entered their lineup. So they didn't need the 1080 to be as max cushioned as that one. So I feel like for people that absolutely love like the 1080 version 10, um, you might prefer the more. The more is a lot of shoe. It's very big, very chunky. Mine's all the way over there because I was filming it this morning. Um, but you might prefer that one. The 1080 version 11 is a much more kind of like nimble shoe that's more springy than it is cushioned. Does that make sense? So like that's kind of how I would see them. I didn't think the 1080 12 was bad. I didn't like it because it, it started, that's when that was the start of it, like streamlining version 12. Um, and so like the, it started to kind of change a little bit, but also at the same time I had the more version three or four, three, when that came out. So there was other fun stuff. Mm, all right. Mark Peterson said, I hated the heel cup. So weird from the 1080 version, 10 and 11. I, I don't know, I really liked it. You know what it reminds me of now though? It reminds me of, you've seen those Skechers commercials with, uh, what's his name? The quarterback, the football guy. 
Um, and he just slams his foot into the shoe and then the shoe, it's like they're slip-ons, but they're shoes. That. It, it just reminds me of that now. Johnny Dodgen says, have you seen the Mr. Rubio used to run podcast from Ring Warehouse with Connor? Second episode real deep on the phone. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch again. Uh, I did see that one. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I've met Joe Rubio uh, one time, the last time I was out, or the only time I was out in San Luis Obispo. Um, the guy is just like one long running anecdote. Like super, super fun. Um, and he's got like a million stories. Because he was a, a really good athlete. Um, I mean, like, he's still a really good athlete. But I'm like, he was competitive, you know, like on almost pro level. Did he run as a pro athlete? Anyway, he was super fast when he was younger. And now he's like, you know, a little bit older than I am. Um, I think his kids are in college, you know. My kids are in junior high school. So he's a little bit older than I am. Um, but he's been around the running world and on the shoe world for a really really long time and he knows everybody so it's um so it's, it's a pretty it's it's pretty fun to like listen to him talk funny story about joe rubio uh i gotta stop doing that but uh i'm gonna smacking this notebook around um but so i was out there and we did this uh hoka bondi launch event and um afterwards it uh it started and ended at this uh like bar restaurant thing that was i think also a clubhouse for a golf course i don't know and so we're doing this event and um there's drink tickets afterwards so like if you wanted to grab a beer it was like nine o'clock in the morning but like it was like a saturday so like there's dudes there that are golfing that are like grabbing like two fisting beers and are also have like beers under their arm and they're carrying it in like in their armpit so they could put it in their golf bag. So they're just like kind of triple fisting beers um, at nine o'clock in the morning because they're about to, you know, hit the golf course. So people are kind of drinking a little bit heavy, at least the golfers are. And then the people that went for a little run to test out the new Bondi's, um, some of them stuck around and had a couple beers. And Joe hands me like six drink tickets. And he's like, here you go. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, oh, I guess he wants me to drink six of these. Not that I have to, but I'm like, all right, well, I got a bunch of drink tickets. So I'm chatting people up, I'm grabbing beers. And then like later on, like hours later, I see Joe again and we're talking. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm really, really tired. And he goes, Did you did you drink all all those drink tickets yourself? I'm like, well, you gave me six. So I had a couple. And he's like, I meant for you to give them away. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I tried to give away some of them, but people just weren't drinking very much today. So I didn't want them to go away. So I kind of drank them all myself. <laughs> uh, that's not that funny of a story, but I had a good time. <laughs> uh, all right. Daniel, Daniel Nieva says, uh, I have about 700 miles on my Nova Blast. Do you think it's time to retire them? Yes. Ray Martin says, last season I ran with the SC Trainer version one and the Nova S3 for speedier workouts. I got the SC Trainer version two and find it less squishy for those easy runs. So workouts and long runs with version two going with Nimbus 25 for easy. That makes sense to me. I feel like uh, they made it, you know, my favorite phrase right now is like less chaotic. Um, it's more usable, but it's kind of lost some of the quirky charm you know, but it's a much more usable shoe. It's much more kind of polished shoe. It's just not as, it doesn't have the same character, but I've had a lot of conversations with Thomas and Megan about it. And he's like, you say that like, it's a bad thing, but that's a really good thing for most people. And I think that he's like, and I think you, since you see so many shoes, like, like things that are weird and different, um, because you see so many and you like it sticks out to you when it's weird and i'm like maybe but i'm also a pretty weird dude so i like weird things anyway but i don't know what they're gonna do for version three i wonder so yeah i mean i don't know if i'm meeting with new balance at uh tre the way it seems to work 
Well, so one year when I've done it for um, like the appointments, because I've I've explained it in like videos before. TRE, all the brands are there, and they're 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 there to sell to retailers, like to your Fleet Feeds, to your local run specialty, um, and so they have appointments and they're showing what they're going to be selling in like basically not even next season, but like summer fall of 2024 and uh they also let media there so i go but like um two years ago i tried to like email people and like schedule appointments and i didn't get very many responses <laughs> last year i went with drew and ashley and we all like combined appointments and we went to everyone and i thought that was too much this year i'm kind of like whoever emails me and wants to reach out and meet I'll meet with some of them. A lot of them I don't. And the thing is, when you request media credentials, you have an option to say like, you know, let people know, put me on the list that lets people know who's coming so they can, and, and give them my contact information. So people have been reaching out and I have a pretty full calendar already, but I don't, I don't have New Balance on the schedule. Saucony hasn't reached out. ASICS has, but we don't have like a firm thing planned. Um, so I don't know, but my things that I'm curious about overall for New Balance next year, I think there's going to be it from what I understand. I haven't seen the SC Elite 4 yet, but from what I understand, it's a new phone. Does that new phone get carried over into the SC Trainer? That's a big, big question for me. I'd like to know. That's probably like the most pressing thing that I, I want to know about. I'm much more interested in the SC Trainer uh, development than I am the SC Elite for some reason. And did you guys see, Emily started, Emily Heller started a new series about old shoes like she misses, I think. And the one she did most recently was the Fuel Cell, uh, S, was it, F, it was the Super, Super Comp Trainer, SC Trainer. That shoe, that shoe was a great shoe. I loved that shoe. I don't know. That that shoe has just like a special place in my memory. I really like that one. Um, AJ says, you know what? Solomon showed a bunch of stuff at TRE last year that isn't out. Really? I feel like everything that I saw from Solomon has hit the market. But there was a lot of stuff that I didn't want to see. I started getting... I've, I've been, there's a couple of things that I've been getting real tired of and basically embargoes, a couple things. It's all, no, it's all just one thing embargoes. And so like, um, I don't like embargoes that much. Um, mainly because like, I just, uh, get confused easily. And, um, I forget if like in my mind, if something's under embargo, that is something that I'm not supposed to talk about. And then I forget that I got to talk about it later, you know? And so like, I just don't want to have like a running list of here's when I could talk about which shoes when that's kind of boring to me. And I don't like to know about shoes too far ahead of time. So like last year, there was a room where in, in Solomon, in the booth where like you couldn't take pictures in there because everything under there was under embargo till much later. And so like, I was just like, Ashley, Drew, you guys go ahead. I'm not interested in what's in the room. It turns out it was this shoe. The S-Lab Phantasm 2, which ended up being a very good shoe. I think it's a bit underrated. It's very good. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't, I was like, I don't need to see it. Drew told me all about it later. He's like, well, Drew was like, do you want me to tell you what was in there? I'm like, not, not really. Because I'm just going to forget that I'm not supposed to talk about it. And uh, yeah, so there's that. So I'm, yeah, I think, so like my approach to it has changed over the years as my approach to like being a sneaker leaker has changed. Early on, I was super into the leaks. I wanted to be the first one to report on the story. These days I'm like, mm, if I can't run in it, I don't really want to talk about it yet, you know? And if I can't show it to you guys, I don't want to know about it yet. You know what I mean? Or if I can't, I'm not, I'm not about to be able to talk about it to you guys. 
there's I got plenty of other shoes I can run in. It's kind of my approach. And so my approach at TRE over the years has been like, um, I'll wait for the person that I'm talking to to tell me affirmatively that something's under embargo. If they didn't tell me that something's under embargo, free game. This year, I'm going to be like, bring my notebook around. I'm be like, which shoes under under embargo? I think what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to have make myself a little note card, and I'm going to ask them to tell me like which shoes are under embargo. Um, and then if to the extent that I do film them, I'm going to put like the card in front of the camera first. You know, like kind of like the clapper that they have when they make movies have like a little note card that says embargo to just to remind myself that I can't show that one yet. And the thing is like, here's another thing. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm debating even like, um, I'm debating even filming shoes that are under embargo at all. Because like, again, like, uh, I don't want to make a review video or even a reel about a shoe until I can run in it. And I can't make a shoe. I can't run in it until I have it. Right. So like, I understand for like some of the brands, they want to just publish some of the outlets. They want to publish sneaker news and they're coming from abroad. And this might be their only time to see it until the embargo lifts, which may be months before that shoe actually hits the market or becomes available in Europe. Right. So there's value in filming it there. For me, I'm in the U S we get it like right after the UK, a lot of the times with certain, certain brands, certain models, but I'm okay with waiting maybe that's a luxury that i have now but like uh so i'm i'm like i, I just don't there it's it's a weird there's a weird competitive energy there that just a real turn off to me and i'm just like i'm not mm. yeah i don't know so that's where i'm at you know mark Peterson says you know what? i do have one of those hollywood clapper things it's like just like souvenir level wood but i could lend it to you i don't know maybe maybe, maybe i'll just I'll, maybe i'll get a clapper and uh, write the word instead of like, you know, scene one, take 38, whatever. I just write embargo and action. But I, I think I'm just going to not film stuff that's under embargo, you know? <sighs> all right. Sorry. Sorry. For, thanks for listening to my rant, guys. But it's, it's all related because now we got a box. So related to that is when I go to TRE... Uh, you know, there's many brands that are there and I'm trying to objectively kind of cover what the brands are presenting or are allowing me to present, depending on what is or isn't on embargo. I mean, and it's useful to still talk about shoes that are often that are on embargo because then like I can know what's coming. I get a chance to talk sometimes with the product team that's there, you know, so it's, it's valuable for me to be there. Um, but anyway, one of the things that I don't love doing is like for example going to like the hoka booth wearing Saucony stuff you know i just want to be more neutral when i go to places and so last year i had greg make a custom for me um with a brand of shoes that i knew would not be there now it's very hard to actually have a brand of shoe that is not going to be at tre because pretty much all the brands are at tre but I found one this time. And here's what it is. It's from a brand that I've never experienced before. I'm not even sure. I don't even know if they make running shoes. And these shoes are not running shoes. Today, I've got the Adams 251 MKBHD shoe. So MKBHD has been an inspiration to me. Uh, he's in the tech YouTube space. But I watch a lot of tech YouTube. And his style is very influential. Um, his approach is usually very reasoned. He thinks about things. He's very, he does make like kind of like reaction videos, but he's usually pretty slow to kind of react. He thinks about it even in reaction videos. So someone I look up to in the space. So let's check it out. These are the Adams M251.1 in, of course, matte black. Let's take a look inside. This is, uh, yeah, very different than what we normally see here on the channel. It is a black uh, high top, casual shoe. What is down here? 
No. It, it sounds very hollow. I thought this, it looked kind of like it might be a carbon fiber plate, but it feels just like foam. Um, so we got, I think what we got going on here, just looking at, I actually don't know much about the shoe, but first impressions, it looks like we've got kind of like a rubber casing, you know, that is carrying some other lighter foam that is here on the inside. Then you can kind of see it through the holes um, in the rubber outsole. I do know that these gray accents are reflective and uh, this is water repellent. He mentioned that, I don't know if it's waterproof or water, just water repellent. He mentioned it because, you know, he's using it for walking around and it says here NYC on this little tag. So he's using it for walking around the city, especially in the winter time when uh, things can get a little bit messy. So it's supposed to protect you a little bit from the elements. So there's that. Um, yeah. So got nice laces. The laces are very stretchy. Um, I don't really plan on tying them at all. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Adams, New York City. I don't think, I think Adams is, if I'm not mistaken, small privately held company, not owned by any of the brands that are going to be presenting. I don't think Adams is presenting at um, TRE. If they are, I am not planning on meeting them. So yeah. Terry Furlong says, I'm getting a huge Ugg boot vibe. It's kind of, it feels kind of long, right? I mean, I looked at Marquez when he had his, and I was like, this is, is it just because he has big feet? The dimensions seem off on this. Um, but you know what? We'll give it a try. It's got his signature on here. It says the size on the front, too. Designed in New York. Hey, made in South Korea. Look at that. There we go. Got some fun accents on the back. And a pull tab. So that's nice. So there's that. So I'll be rocking these. Hopefully they're more comfortable than the Fila shoes that I wore last year. I can't imagine anything being less comfortable. So <laughs> uh, Matt Barrier says it doesn't look breathable. All right. Oh. I forgot. And we're doing this now. This is not breathable at all. Oh, yeah. I think my feet might get a little swampy by the end of like a day walking around a convention hall in these. I'm a little bit concerned, but you know. Um, Daniel Burton says, don't hurt yourself. Um, Jason Dahl wants a taste test. It smells like kind of, kind of leathery. Mm, not leathery. It smells like a new jacket, you know, like a new winter jacket. It smells kind of like winter clothes. This rubber is very soft, especially down here on the outsole. I don't know how grippy it's going to be. I mean, there's cutouts here, but like the rubber itself doesn't feel like it's going to be very grippy. We'll see how it is in the convention hall. Mm, Martha says, don't wear them barefoot. Paul Blue says they're perfect for winter. I think they will be a good winter shoe. You know? Terry Farlong said, if I wore those for a day, my wife would make me leave them outside. <laughs> um, yeah, any other requests on it? Um, Stevie76 wants to know if I can plug it into a supercharger. No, I don't think so. No, no, no electric charging or uh, wireless charging for this one. Sega Dreamcast wants to know stack height, weight, and midsole foam material and drop stats. I don't know any of that. I don't know that it's available. They're also kind of, they're like casual basketball style shoes. So like, what, what's, like what's the typical drop? You know, here's another thing that we got to do. Uh, let's see. Mm, yeah, Jeff Peterson says, before we get to that, so Jeff Peterson says, it might, in Austin, it might be 75 degrees during TRE. I looked at the weather. It's going to be balmy. Last year was cold. I was cold every day. I looked at the temperature and I was like, oh, this will be like balmy, like I just said. So I'm going to pack for cooler weather than the temperatures would suggest. You know. Um, and Terry Furlong says, so seriously, though, with the flat sole, they will be great for driving. Well, I, you know, I don't really like driving and I try to do it as little as I can. <laughs> um, 
Sean Dowen says, I bet it feels like a New England pine needle trail. <laughs> you know what? I tried to buy that candle yesterday. Remember we started doing this together? I, I crossed off a couple of things from my list yesterday. One of them I can't do um, until I get to TRE. And another one is an idea for a game that I think we could play together it'll be kind of fun and then the first one is the one the one that's not done is the first one on the list i forgot to email cim um uh, but yeah there we go um sean is there a poem on the insult no there isn't a poem but it does say adams new york i was gonna try and take it out but i don't think this insult is removable which i find surprising because i feel like with this type of shoe i feel like uh, a very reasonable thing to assume is that people are going to take the factory insole and replace it one of those like you know those aftermarket insoles that look like they're made out of boost wait is it okay oh wait, it, it is removable here we go oh oh it's not a poem but look what we got it says walk and wonder and it is kind of a thicker midsole uh, insole thicker than I thought um, and if you don't like the size of it you can adjust it you can cut it I don't know why you would do that but there we go maybe you'd want to put this Adams insole into another pair of shoes that you have I don't know should I make this my new gym shoe should I wear this to the gym the Asics shoes that I've been wearing I feel like mm, they're still fine gym shoes, but like I'm kind of ready for something else. I just have a short attention span. You know? Steve, Stevie 76 says, um, since Marquez is a professional ultimate frisbee player, are the shoes related to the sport? Is he a professional? Is there a such thing as a professional um, fr ultimate frisbee player? Man, these things are really hard to get back in there. I'll do that. I'm gonna have to do that later. Um, I don't know if there's a such thing as professional ultimate frisbee shoes but it's not related to that you know mm, all right um here here's the uh, oh this is a, i think i think this is an update that i can share with you guys um cim group meal on the list i tried to make that happen we couldn't get it done for this year so the event is going to be a shakeout run saturday at fleet feet sacramento it's about a mile from like where like the um, expo is. So uh, that's going to be at noon. Now the time's a little bit weird. We were going to do it at 10, but it was, there's other stuff going on at Fleet Feet that's at the same time. And I, they said it was okay, but I asked if we could move it so that way it wasn't conflicting. But we're going to start at noon. There'll be track bags that are giveaway so for a while supplies last. Uh, and we'll do a couple miles. We'll take it super nice and easy. I'll take it very easy. Um, and we can hang out. And then they said we can still hang out at the store and stuff afterwards too. So it's not like we got to rush off. Um, before then is a meet and greet if you want to meet Dina Castor. And I did not want to compete with or make it look like I was kind of, you know, boxing her out or I just wanted to let her event have its own space um, figuratively speaking I guess and literally so if you get there early you can meet Dina Castor and then hang out for the group run after at noon maybe go to your get your bib early in the morning do that then uh, meet Dina and then we can go for a little run so there that's the information I that's it's i'm pretty sure that's going to be the final information i'll make a reel for it it's supposed to go out like next saturday or something i wanted to make sure you guys knew about it while i had you here for the live stream because next week i told you that it would be monday tuesday for live streams but it's only going to be tuesday so only one day next week and then i won't see you again until after cim live stream wise uh, monday we got the school conferences and i think it's going to conflict with uh, live stream time so i gotta do school conferences um but i'll see you guys tuesday from iowa probably 
So, uh, but I wanted to make make sure you guys had the information on CIM. Mm. All right. Let's see. Let me scroll down all the way. See what else we got here. Steve Zabrowski says, "Do we have to move it to?" Um, Fleefy because Chipotle couldn't hold that many people. That is a very big Chipotle, the one that I normally go to. It's right by the Kings Stadium, so it holds a lot of people. Um, and uh, it typically can crank out a lot of food very quickly because of the fact that it's used to hold, like accommodating like a basketball crowd, you know? So, yeah. Mm. Adam says the uh, Fleet Feet Sacramento store is pretty small, although they have a cute VW minibus as a show display. Lots of good restaurants nearby. All right. So there you go. It'll be lunchtime-ish after the shakeout so people can grab some food. Um, I think I'll have to head back to the expo based on my schedule after that. Um, but we can hang out for a while uh, at the store. I mean... We can hang out in the store. I think we can kind of hang out outside the store as well. Um, so there should be space for us, I think. Uh, Martha says, what time? Noon. Noon on Saturday. Mm. Martha says, are you on a panel again at the expo? Um, I think because of the way that we moved the Fleet Feet one event, I was gonna be doing something with Relay at noon. I actually haven't told anyone at Relay about this yet. Stuff's changing quickly, um, but this is, should be where it's settled. So I don't think I'll be on a panel, but I will be at the expo. Because um, I think Matt Chittam's gonna be doing stuff there. I don't know if Peter Bromka's gonna be doing stuff as well. So I'm, I'm just gonna be there to kind of like hang out, check out the expo, so I had everybody that I know there. Um, and I'll, if I, if you guys are there, then we can hang out there too, you know? So, yeah. And Louis says, well, I'll definitely not be late to the shakeout. I was worried it would be early in the morning. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that, uh, that works out better for you. Um, yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, Eric says, how many people do you think will travel to Nebraska to experience, to experience winter running after the latest Tracksmith photo shoot? I haven't seen the latest Tracksmith photo shoot. Was it in the winter in Nebraska? Interesting. Um, update. So we mentioned, remember we talked about, I should get Steven the, you know, the Tracksmith candle. I tried to get him the candle, um, but it's not for sale yet. The webpage is up, but you can't order it until a certain date. And so I, the, what they have you do is sign up to get on the, an email notification for it. So they're using the candle to drive like their email subscription list, which I think is funny. Um, but yeah, as soon as I get a chance to get it, ho hopefully I'll be able to order it. Here's the thing that's difficult, you know, there's a very small amount of time where I'll be back from grandma's house before I leave for CIM. So, you know, it might be one of those, I'm debating when I do get that notification, do I try to mail it to Steven directly or do I try to mail it to me and give it to Steven in Sacramento? I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, Adam Fierce wants to know, do any non-US YouTubers come to TRE? Many. Many do, um, because it's a, ch a chance for them to speak to all the brands at once. A lot of times they'll do interviews and kind of they do what like uh, Running Warehouse does, where they film a bunch of stuff over the weekend and they release it throughout the year, right? So they'll sit down with someone, um, say from Hoka or from Solomon to talk about a shoe. And then they'll sit on that interview until that shoe's about to come out. And then that, that interview will pop up. or they might just post them all like right away. You know, I don't know. But I've seen my friend Carlos, I don't know if you've seen him, Road Running Reviews, the blue RRR logo. I've met him at TRE like two, three years ago. And then um, um, Eduardo, 
from uh, Tenesarto. They usually come, um, him and Valerie Mello, him and his wife. So they're usually there. Um, Alex Felitti usually comes. I say usually, but I've, it's like these are people that I've seen there a couple times and I've been a few, you know? So there are uh, quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any Asian YouTubers that go. I'm not sure, but you know. CB76 says, will everyone wear name tags? Oh, we should, should we bring name tags? Should I ask? Uh, we should ask. I'll, I'll suggest it. I'll ask. I don't know if Kevin's in the chat today, um, but I'll ask if we can have name tags available at, uh, at the shakeout at CIM. You can write your name or also your username. You know what I mean? So Daniel Burton say, what does TRE stand for? It stands for the running event. Adam says, what about Ed uh, run testers or FOD? Uh, I'm trying to think. Do run testers go? Have I met them there? I'm not sure that I've seen them there. It would make a lot of sense for them to come over. Um, but Ed, I don't think Ed's been over. And I don't think Andy's been over for it yet. So, yeah. Um, and Eric wants to know, do I look forward to TRE? Uh, I, I do and I don't. Um, yeah. I think uh, the way we did TRE last year was a lot of meetings. And like it after a while, it was just kind of like, you know, when you walk through the department store and they like spray the cologne at you and after a while your nose can't smell things anymore. It kind of felt like that, but with running shoes. And so this year I'm going to take a different approach to it. And um, again, I think it's because because I get the chance to kind of see all these shoes here in the studio later on. Um, and I don't feel the pressure to try to outscoop everybody. Um, I'm going to spend less time in those meetings and more just kind of like filming what's going on in general. Tommy runs is going to be there with PR project and they're doing a live stream the entire time. So like kind of like seeing what that's all about, and, uh, you know, there's just going to be a lot of fun stuff happening. And so, like, I think to give you guys a sense of what happens there doesn't require me to be in a lot of product meetings. And so I'm hoping that me going as not as someone that's going there to get information to report later, but as someone that reports on the event, I think I'm going to enjoy that a lot more. Plus, all my friends are there, you know. So, or like, I guess my colleagues are there. And so, uh, it'll be fun to just kind of like bump into people all the time. It's, it, it's kind of, it reminds me a lot of like high school where like there's classes and then in between classes, you see everyone passing each other in the hallway and it's just super exciting. You see them for six seconds and it's just like, Oh, see you later. You know, like that. It, it's a lot like that. Um, so that'd be good. I'll enjoy that part of it. And there's lots, there's just tons of happy hours and morning runs and evening runs. So like, it's going to be like, it's going to be like you're, you leave your hotel at like 630 in the morning and you get back at very late. And there might be some wardrobe changes, you know, but it's one, it's just, it's very long days, but it, it's over, overall, it's fun. CV76 wants to know as Hez Kicks goes. I don't think he goes to this one. That'd be interesting to see. Um, but no, cause it's, it's just for running shoes. Um, and he does review some running shoes, but in a slightly different way. I think it would be fun if he came, I think he would like it, but I don't think I don't, he does film that kind of stuff, but his, his scene is more like where shoes kind of more like this or not this one, but where other shoes kind of get sold and, and flipped, you know, that kind of thing, I guess. Mm. Cobalt Blue wants to know, has anyone gone to the Boston run show? So there's the run show. And I think it was Adam Fierce had a question. Is like, they're like a European equivalent to it. 
and I'm not sure. Um, there in the UK, there is a thing called like the National Running Show, um, which looks super fun, and I want to go to it. Um, and because it seems like basically what it is is like it looks to me. I think FOD Runner's been there. Andy's been there. I think Ed Bud's been to it a couple times. He's made some videos. I know Forty has made a bunch of videos. Like he usually gets a booth, you know. And I think like Nick Bester's been there and stuff. So like people go, um, and it feels like it's just like the expo without a race. So it's like you just spend the whole day doing expo-y type of stuff, and that seems fun to me. Like normally I don't like expos. It's like I uh, this is very this seems like a distraction, you know, because um, I got a race coming up, but, um, and there's a lot of nervous energy and I, that bothers me. And so I always wanted to leave an expo, but if there were no race and everyone's just meeting and like looking at I'm like, Oh, okay. What kind of gels do you sell? And what kind of pants do you have? You know, those kinds of things. Um, and then you're also just like meeting everyone and it's like a big, it's basically like a runner con, you know? Um, that looks super fun. Now they've tried to export that show to the US. There was one in Boston and I think there was one in Chicago, like at Navy Pier. And I was in talks with the show um, to uh, work with them. And they were like, oh, we're going to be bringing in all these speakers and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, they're going to ask me if I want to have a booth or be on a panel. And then they were like, we would love it if we could partner with you so you can tell people about it. And I'm like, Oh, you need a campaign. And I was like, I'm not super interested in that. Like, uh, who was it? Yellow runner, uh, Sally McCray. She was going to be one of the speakers. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was it. Yeah. So it was like a thing. And I was just like, I'm, I, I'd, I'd be interested in, being a part of the event, uh, I'm not going to be an ad guy for it, you know? Um, and then it ended up being on a weekend that I then had a conflict with anyway. So I never went to the U S ones, but they look cool. I just think it's a different, it's, it's like when you, it's like when they tried to export, uh, park run to the U S it just doesn't catch on for some reason. I don't know. Matthias Venta says the shakeouts at TRE must be fun. They are and they aren't. Um, last year I did one, really informal, but it was fun because like Hella came, um, Drew Whitcomb came, the um, Believe in the Run crew came as well. So like all my, like friends were there and that was super fun. And then like a handful of locals came too, and that was great. Um, that was really nice. Other years, like Believe in the Run did a really big event with Puma and they had like special donut, like special donuts made that matched like it was like the Deviate Nitro S Elite SP. Remember that shoe? Like they had matching donuts and there was like 200 people at that event. That was also super fun. Um, but a lot of the other events that like TRE puts on and stuff, they're very big, but they're very kind of like sterile because no one like knows each other and there isn't like a big it's everyone goes because it's like a group activity but it's there's no like connection for people there so everyone kind of goes there by themselves and the other thing is uh a lot of times um the people that work in like running specialty or work for brands used to be very fast runners in their like college days. That's how they got interested in like working with running apparel and running shoes. And so like, there's like a 5k, um, that they have and, uh, you get a bib and you can get a bib for it and stuff. I've never gone, but like, like the people that run it, they run it hard and it's just like crazy fast times because these are all like former D one athletes that are like, yeah, I'll throw down. I'll, I'll run a 1530 for funsies, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, what's happening? And it's like at 630 in the morning and humid Texas heat. It's a little bit chilly, but it's still very humid. So it's kind of like some of the events are a little bit weird uh, and feel very like, like if your job had like a 
morning 5k before a work conference it kind of feels like that but then there's other like events that are more fun those usually involve a little bit of booze at happy hour so and also there i gotta wait on confirmation for that but if you are in the austin area we might have a chance where we can hang out so i'm not going to do like a morning shakeout run i, I kind of previewed it with, with you guys a couple of days ago i think we'll do something in the evening i'm still waiting on final confirmation on that but that one should be really fun if we can if i can make it all happen Mm. CV76 says there should be an, a shakeout run where you can only wear embargo shoes. That would be funny. That that I would go to. That I would go to to see like what it is. Um, you know, I keep hearing all these stories about like, because there's a lot of brands that are in Boston. And I keep hearing all these stories about like in the summertime, if you were running along the Charles and just like sitting on a park bench, you could probably spot a lot of testing shoes happen um so i'm like oh i'd love to be able to just sit there with the camera and be like click click and not that i'm a you know a leaks guy but i think that would be kind of fun um just to make the, the people who are wearing the shoes feel nervous that they got spotted hmm <laughs> And Frank Lujulier says, has anyone ever do the Chase Corporate Challenge? There's a lot of people that do it in Chicago. Is there? Is it in more than one city? Is it in all the, in many cities? I've only seen people with the Chicago shirts. So I thought it was in Chicago. Interesting. I've never done it. Mm, all right, guys, I got another phone call today after live stream. So I think I'm gonna end it here. This is going to be the last live stream until Tuesday. And Tuesday is going to be the only live stream for the next two weeks. Because next week is Thanksgiving. That's why there's only one on Tuesday. And then the following week, I'm leaving for Austin on Monday, I, th I think. I got to double check. But then I'll be in Austin until I'm in Sacramento. And then I'll be back the following week. So I won't see you guys until Tuesday. And then from Tuesday, I won't see you until December. So uh, Vanessa Martinez says, oh, if we do get Austin info, where will it be posted? I'll make a community post. I'll put it on the usual spots. I'll make a community post on YouTube. So if you're following either Kofuzi or the Kofuzi Run Club channel, you should hopefully see it in your YouTube feed. I'll put it in the Strava Run Club and uh, I'll put it in the Discord. And then I'll probably also make a story about it on Instagram. So depending on wherever you normally find me, you should be able to see it there. So, all right. Thanks for reminding me to mention that. All right, guys, that's going to be it for today. I will see you guys on Tuesday. Enjoy all your long runs and be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.